amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Like it's so unprocast, 
a sec nine. When I rhyme, plus I climb, word is mine. Your album couldn't fuck with one line. It's been three years since your last year, but now I reappear. Your heart pumps fear to your gut. Did your girl's butt? I scraped it, shaped it. Now she won't strut. I smash teeth, fuck your beef, no relief. I step on stage, girls scream like I'm Keith. You won't be around next no, year. My rap's too severe, can't get bad flavor in your ear. Time to burn to explore The flavor in your ear is the voice scout I make out, I make all the rappers have doubt right. You're fucking right. with the wrong clan and the wrong man That's it, now you got to get your dome split I'm going into my knapsack with my jet Take off my hat, yes I'm just cool like that The dangerous, the ruggedness from the flat with your bitch BLS 97 kiss bastard it. I'm gonna live long in this rap game Niggas know my name, yo puppy
Good morning. Can you hear me? Good morning. Can you hear me? Good morning. Hello, good morning. I can't hear you. No, I can't hear you. Hello? 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 Hey, th- there you are. There you are. There you are. All right. We good. Yay. Gee whiz. Okay. That, was, that was deep. <laughs> what happened? I have no idea. Wow. No idea. So I'm wondering what's going to happen when L calls in. Uh-oh. She'll get through. She, she'll you get think, through because she's, yeah, she's anointed. She'll get through. Yeah, she is anointed, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Let's take the anointing, man. How has your week been? Oh, my week. <clears throat> Excuse me, my week. Hello, everybody. My week has been hectic, but I am here to talk about it. So it's a wonderful thing. I'm feeling good. I'm blessed. And the yeah. focus this morning. Focus. All right. Yeah. That's focus. Wow. What do you, What are you focused on? Um, if If I can ask. I've got a couple of projects. I have a a, a special Sweet Sixteen birthday. We'll be attending a little later. Um, so just kind of you know up and just taking it easy. Got my fruit shake going and uh, I'm clean. <laughs> I'm not dressed, but I'm clean. <laughs> And, and grateful and very grateful. Make it clean and grateful. You can't can't ask for more. That's the way we come into the earth, right? Amen. That's how we come in. And I got my fruit smoothie too. See? I'm not naked, but you know, I'm naked on the inside. Deep down inside. So, you know, you just mentioned that you have a sweet sixteen, um, to go to. Can you tell us a little something about the young person who you're celebrating? Uh, we are celebrating young people here today. And yes. Oh, I'd be absolutely happy to. First of all, um, anybody who knows us knows that we have a dear, dear, dear sister friend by the name of Kat. I won't say her full name on the radio because she hates that, but her name is Kat Cadillac, AKA uh, giggles, all kinds of things. Well, her granddaughter, um, Paige, Paige Benston, is getting up there in age today. She's uh, turning 16, and we are going to celebrate her and lift her up and keep her encouraged and, you know, make sure she knows that she is part of a tribe and, you know, just do that support thing. Family, It's a family day. It's a good day. Absolutely. That's a wonderful thing, man. We have to, we have to support the young people. Right now we're talking to Therese on WJBR Internet Radio Brunch in the Basement with Therese and Javon. Right now I'm showing the picture of you and Miss Kitty. (laughs) For everybody everybody to see. And, yeah, I woke up this morning learning that um, a young man that's very special to me has been accepted into Morehouse. And so that, Mm. you know, 
a, a big deal. Um, and actually, he is a product of, well, you know, a member of Unity Fellowship uh, Church. When nice. he had the church down in New Brunswick, you know, he grew up in that church, always amazing us with these. I mean, little, little kids would come up with these amazing things, like he had something to say. So, you know, the pastor would let him come up, and he would say these just amazing things, and he was just always like an old soul. And today his uh-huh. mother put on Facebook that he's going to um, Morehouse. He's been accepted. That's like, wow. So, nice. The house, the house. And shout out to Pastor Kevin E. Taylor of yes. Unity Fellowship, Newark, Newark. Newark. New yes. Exactly. I I have to um definitely, you know, and and I wanted to I wanted to talk a little bit about that too. Um, going to Unity Fellowship Church. Um, haven't really gone often to Newark, but it's basically the same church family from New Brunswick, and I have to say and. You and I were talking about this, but I I didn't really have an opportunity. Well, I had an opportunity, but I didn't really get it all out. Um, Me going to that church inspired me to write plenty of gospel songs. So it's like I I was touched not only spiritually, but creatively by joining that church. So, you know, that's just something that that I wanted to share with you and with everybody that, you know, if if you attend a church, the church should inspire you in some way um, to do something that you normally wouldn't do, and it should be something positive. Um, I think that, you know, if, if your spirituality doesn't inspire your own greatness, then, you know, maybe you should seek something else, <laughs> you know, but that's just me. Right. right. No, and no, I, and I was truly inspired in that church. So nice. I just wanted to put that out there. Inspired I can, to my own level of greatness. I can say that uh, Pastor Taylor does preach a word indeed, and I've absolutely been um, uh, humbled by the experience and also um grateful for the experience and felt very extremely welcomed in the church when I um when we came to service. So I can understand, I understand what you're saying. Mhm. Mhm. Oh yeah, man. Pastor um Kevin Taylor, Kevin E. Taylor is extremely inspirational, um, very smart and just down to earth. Um, I believe that Minister L is on the line. I did see her press one. Let me make sure it's the right number, and let's hope and pray that the anointing comes through. I am Minister- here. All right, I hear you. Can you hear us? <laughs> I told you she'd get through. I know. Amen. See, see, L, um, we were having a little bit of difficulty with Therese hearing, and we had to do a little finagling. And I said, oh, my goodness, I hope that, you know, when L calls in, she gets through. And Therese was like, oh, no, she got the anointing. She'll she'll get through. 
Glory to God. Glory to God. Yeah, we're here. We're here. That's good it. Good morning, Minister. So, good morning, Rev. Yes. Is that you? Yes, that's me. Good morning. All right. I'm amen. I'm glad glad you're there. Glad you're there. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome. Thank you. So as you know, you know, me and Cheryl, we texted you. Everybody came up to you after your sermon. Was this your first sermon? Your first time delivering the service? It absolutely was. And, uh, and hey, how, I did, I'm sorry. I uh for the ordination portion of of convocation, I had to deliver a eight, an eight minute uh sermonette, if you will. And so this was the first time that I was delivering a full sermon, if you will, uh, to a congregation. Generally, yeah. Generally, well, it's done. It's done soon after convocation. But as you know, uh, two weeks after convocation, Marcel, my partner Marcel, passed away. So there was, you know, there, there. The, I, I feel that the, uh, the pastor gave me time to to get through you know the that portion of my journey before uh I was uh, to give a sermon and so I'm I'm grateful for that uh if you know that's it's five been five months and uh you know one thing about it I have to say when you say yes to the lord oh I can speak for myself when I said yes to service, um, I didn't say yes conditionally because God doesn't love me conditionally. God loves me unconditionally, and no matter what I go through, I know that God is with me. And so, uh, when when I said initially, I said when, a long time ago, I said yes to the will of the Lord. And and sometimes it's hard for us to sit in the will of the Lord when we're going through things. But that's the key for me is to never lose my faith, to always have a praise in the midst of, if you will. And so uh, I knew that what God had for me to do was going to be unstoppable, if you will. And so I feel that, uh, Marcel was with me through twenty over twenty years of, of of struggle, of personal struggle, spiritual struggle, the whole nine yards. And she saw me through my ordination, and God, uh, in His infinite wisdom, took her from the suffering because you know she was she was she was pretty sick, and uh, and but she was right there with me. And so I feel like her spirit is still with me through the yes, and the yes continues. Amen. Amen. So, so let me just ask you this: um, you you clearly were raised in church, but did you always know that you had a calling to be a minister? No, I did not. <laughs> when when I. Uh, I always had, I always felt a spiritual connection. I have to tell you that, even as a child, um, and and I didn't have the, you know, the easiest of childhoods, but I, I just felt some kind of connection. I, I felt like I was not alone, if you will, and um, and and I was raised in a church, but I departed from 
the church, if uh, if you understand where I'm coming from, because I I was I was I was existing in the world. Um, I was letting uh, drugs and alcohol. Let's speak real. Um, uh, I, I took them on, so to speak, as my god. Um, I was I wasn't um, spiritually fit, but God has a way <laughs> of getting you. You know, when when you when you have something that needs to be said, you have a story. God has a way of, of getting you to tell that story. So, um, what happened with me was, uh, as as I continued doing those things that kept me from my calling, uh, God said, "Okay, time up, time is up. Let's 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 manip- manipulate things." so that uh, I can get you where I need you to be. And so when I lost a job, I, a great job, great paying job, I might say, um, that was what brought me to my knees. And I decided at that point that I needed to straighten myself up, and I, and I went to AA, and I'm going to say it loud because it saved my life. And um, so once I did that, I started feeling a pull to get back into the church. And Marcel and I searched for a, a church, and we were told about Unity Fellowship, and we went to a mid-year celebration. And when we went and we saw and we heard, we knew that that was the place for us. And we found uh, Unity Fellowship in New Brunswick. Now, I'll tell you how I started. I started out as an usher. And that happened, God, see, God put you in places. That, how that happened, I went out to get a bulletin, and the, there was one usher, and she was folding bulletins. And I said, do you want me to help you? And she said, yes. And, and she said to me, "In matter of fact, we need ushers, and you can start next Sunday. <laughs> and, and, and I said, okay. And that began my journey. Yeah, so you know, I mean, you 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 start somewhere, and and I I started as an usher, and then I I still felt like there was a, there was more. I felt like there's more, there's more, and I kept praying on it. See, a lot of people want to be in a robe. They think that that's a grand thing, and they they like the way they look and this and that. It's not about that robe. It has nothing to do with that robe. It has to do what's in your with what's in your heart, and. I say, oh, you should be a deacon. You should be. I said, no, when God says so, that's when I will. And I kept praying on it. I kept praying on it. I said, God, there's nothing I won't do for you, but you got to give me a sign because, you know, I'm hard-headed. And I waited and I waited and I waited. And then when I felt, when I felt God pulling me that way, that's when I went that way. And I fought, and I'm saying this out loud, I fought being elevated to minister. People did the same thing, clergy and congregants. People kept putting that in my ear. And I said, Lord, here we go again. If you want me to do this thing, all I need from you is a sign. And I waited and I waited and I waited. And when I got that sign, I stepped up. And I'm telling you, it's it's just being under the will of God, no matter what man says. See, man can lead you astray. Man can build up your ego. 
your ego, make you think you're, you're, you're this and you're that. But I know who I am in God. I know where God has taken me from. And so I'm not ashamed to stand up in the world as a gay woman who knows God, who knows that God is love and God's love is for everyone, everyone. We are all his children. I think I feel like shouting right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, you know I've known you for like 13 years now, believe it or not. Time flies. Wow. That's right. Right? It's been a minute, right? Yes, indeed. I just, you know, I I just have to say that from my perspective, from the outside, you know, looking in, you've always been the epitome of yes. You personify yes, you know? So, you know, I've always just watched, sort of, and not really got too involved, <laughs> you know, um, uh-huh. but when I needed you and I called you, you came and you said, yes, you you know what I'm saying? Because it wasn't when, when it, okay, let's put it like this. And I was doing something through God, you said, yes. And when it became about me, you was like, call me later. So I like <laughs> that. <laughs> and you know what I'm talking about. Amen. Amen. You know what I'm talking about. So, yes, yes. you know, I, I love you to pieces, and, and I look at you, and I, I see what happens when you say yes. Indeed. So I think I think Therese and I both were very um, impressed and moved spiritually by your your sermon. Is that correct, Therese? Is that a good Absolutely. way to Absolutely. Absolutely. I was tremendously moved by her word and thankful to have heard it on that day and, and honored um, now to find out that that was your first. And, you know, yeah, I would have to wholeheartedly agree with that. Yeah. Definitely. Well, I thank so, you for that. And I, I just tell you this, give, give God the glory for, for what he has done in my, in my life, because, you know, it's, it's, it's not about me. When I, when I need the words to say, just rely on what I know because what I know could fill a symbol. What I don't know <laughs> could fill a library. And one of my yeah. aunts told me that a long time ago. So I, I I asked God to speak through me because I figured there's somebody that that needs to hear something from the Lord. Not from Minister L, but from the Lord. And so if I open my mouth and I give in to the will of God, then I believe that that's going to happen. And that's what it's all about for me. So I give God all the glory. I take nothing. I give God all the glory for anything that I do in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 I'm I'm grateful for the alignment that brought me there today and for you being obedient in in your practice and in his word. So thank you. Thank you very much. And thank you, and I and I count you both as members of my victory posse. <laughs> yeah. Can you nice. can you share with the listening audience, you know, where where you got the idea, or or, you know, just a, a little bit, because I know you got to run. I know you only had a few minutes to share with us. But if you could just tell the listening audience a little bit about the victory posse and and what that can do for them as individuals. Yes. Well. 
you know, uh, when I was when I was preparing to preparing my sermon, I, I figured let me go to uh, the Bible a Bible story that that I that I like that I'm familiar with, and that one came from Mark chapter two verses one through five, and that was the one about the uh, the paralyzed man who who uh, they who his, four people they say uh, men men a group of men but four of them carried this man to see Jesus and so what i what what how that thing started happening in me was with the theme of of our women's month claiming victory and uh uh through the word and so i i started thinking of victory and and i said you know sometimes we we think that it's we can get there by ourselves Sometimes we need people around us who know God and who have a drop more faith maybe than we do to get us where we need to be. You know, friends are important in your life, real friends, not fly-by-night friends, not friends that will – in other words, I need friends in my life that will meet me where I am, just like Jesus Christ will meet you where you are. I don't care where you are, your lowest spot. Uh, in a wrong place, you might think you, it's because you've been in a crack house or you've been an uh, alcoholic or you've been a drug addict that God won't meet you. But I know for a fact that God will meet you where you are. And so what I felt was when we had people say, oh, my posse, my posse. Yeah, your posse might be with you when things are good. But how about when you need somebody to carry your butt, when you can't get where you need to be without friends, real friends? And so that's how that thing started forming in my mind. And, and I thought, what kind of posse would do this for, for this guy? And I, and I said, the theme being victory, that's a victory posse. That's a posse that's not going to stand for you not to be where you need to be. Under any circumstances, by whatever means necessary, they're going to get you where you need to be. They're going to talk straight to you. If your hair ain't right, they're going to tell you. If your clothes ain't right, they're going to tell you. If you're not living right, they're going to chew where you need to be in order for you to get what you need, then guess what? They're going to get you there. And that's where that victory posse thing came to me. And and, and I, I, I claim that through Christ. Christ is ahead of my victory posse, and I thank him for the victory posse that surrounds me, those victorious people that have been through some things, that know how. They've been there. Maybe they've been there, or maybe not, not where, you, where you are, but they've been close enough. They've been through something that they can get you to Christ. They can get you to some healing. And to me, that's what it's all about. That's where that victory posse came from. Can you repeat that, that the verse and chapter? Mark chapter? Yes, Mark chapter 2, and it's verses 1 through 5. The whole the whole chapter is, is, is great, but just that where where he, he got the where those four men got him. They they wanted to get him to the door, they couldn't get him to the door. So they went up on the roof and dug a hole in it. Down and dirty, <laughs> dug a hole in that thing. That's oh, hallelujah. Dug a hole in that roof and lowered him. They didn't drop him. They didn't just toss him. They didn't leave him at the door because oh we can't get in. Oh well. No. They said, Well then we're gonna get you there. And they, and they lowered him to the feet of Jesus. And Jesus didn't just say, oh, okay, this paralyzed man, you know what? I'm going to heal you, and I'm going to forgive you. He said because of the faith of those men that carried him, mm-hmm. he, would, he, would, he would heal that man. 
and he would he would forgive his sins because of those people around him. So sometimes if you ain't right, you better get around some people who are right. Mm. Those people, those people could save your very life. Oh, Amen. glory to God. <laughs> glory to God. Mm. That's right. And you know what, L? I I do when when you were when you were speaking that word, I started to see my victory posse right before my very eyes. And you're a part of that posse. And and I thank oh, you for that. Actually. Amen. Thank you for being a part of mine, Javon. Oh, well. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you couldn't you couldn't have a you know a, a stronger advocate than than the God of your understanding, um, being a part of your posse too. That's that's the thing that that you the head of the posse. That's the thing Amen. that that kind of reminded me that you know I can't I can't expect more from people than I expect from God, and I I have to expect from God, and I have to go to God mm-hmm. in prayer. And, um, yep. you know, sometimes I, I really don't do that. So, you know, it was, it was a great reminder that first you go to God and then you have to share with others because you can't, you, you can't do it alone. Amen. Nothing. Nada. And, and we don't know, we don't know as your victory posse, we don't know what your needs are. Like Bill Withers song, lean on me. If you don't share what's going on, with somebody, they can't help you. You know, I can pray a general prayer like I do I do for you every day. But if I don't know specifically what's going on, I can't attack it in prayer specifically. So it's nice it's nice to have people that you can trust that what you say they're not going to run and tell it to anybody but Jesus. Amen. Amen. And Amen. that is Super important, you know, that is, you know, somebody once asked me, you know, Javon, how do you, how do you keep, um, how do you keep meeting celebrities and, and how, how come you have celebrity friends? And I said, well, if, if the secret to that is you treat anybody the way you want to be treated. All right now. Just, you Mm -hmm. know, it doesn't matter if they're celebrities or not celebrities. You treat people the way you want to be treated. I, well, oh, come on, man. What, what does that That's mean? Right. What does that and even we mean? People. We teach Human. people how to treat us also. We yes. teach Absolutely. how to treat us. But nobody's yes. going to be your friend if you're disrespectful, if you disrespect their trust and secrecy, if you don't value who they are as a human being, if if you're with a person because of something other than who they are as a person. Amen. That's not going to fly. <laughs> regardless that's right. of what it, whether they, well, they at the well, movie. Well, I think I want to add some. I just want to interrupt that for one quick second, Jay, because you, and I want to add that you have the um, amazing ability to separate people from who they are and what they do. And oftentimes in this in this um, in this world, we celebrate people for what they do, and it is a drastic difference from who they are as a being. So, um, you know, when you when you 
when you understand the difference, the real difference, then you can, you're able to open up and be able to have those exchanges. But far too often people are celebrated for what they do and they're not deserving of the celebration based on that, All right. you know, because they're living juxtaposed. But that is another reason why you are able to, um, walk in many space circles, you know, um, successfully because you don't change who you are, you know? That's right. That's right. I love Absolutely. you for that, Javon. I love you for that. And that I love true, you right. for that too. But the other thing is that now everybody that every, everybody who, who wears a crown is not a king or a queen. Like I think um, you're, you're alluding to and everybody who wears a white collar is, is not, closer to God than than the rest of us. Um absolutely. Absolutely. That's you true. know, you can't you can't get caught up in, in the collar, the white collar. And and L, you know, I've seen you without the collar. And you walk that truth of yes. That's what I, I've always just seen that. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. That's a amen. big part of who you I are. try. That's what I that's it. You know, uh, I was talking to somebody yesterday, and they said we were talking, discussing how you, how do you recognize a Christian? And I was saying, you know, um, our, our Muslim brothers and sisters wear certain things, certain garb, and when you see them, you know that that you you do align them with the Muslim faith. But a Christian, you have to you have to uh, uh, know them by their walk and their work. You got to know them by their work. There are plenty of people who do who are not clergy who do the work on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we can't we cannot get caught up in a, a robe or a collar. We must look deeper. We must look into the heart of a person, and a person must reveal their heart to us in a way that we see God in them. Right. We see God in them, in what they, in yes, in what they do, yes, in what they say, but in their walk, in their, in their space on this earth, we have to be able to recognize that. And those are the kind of people that we must have in our victory posse. Not the ones who, you know, who, who are yes, yes, yes with you behind closed doors, and when the fight comes up, you can't find them. <laughs> The people right. that will right. stand with you, stand with you in your truth and love you and love you enough to get you where you need to be. Exactly. And that's why, even though I want to talk to you for another hour, two hours, it is almost 1230. And I know oh, no, I got to go. I'm actually at work. I'm, I'm at work. I'm, I, I'm on my lunch break. And I'm sitting in my car, so I'm getting ready to go back in here and go back to work. But I thank you uh, so much, Devon and Therese, for the opportunity, the opportunity to uh, to speak and, and, you know, to reach uh, another another listening audience. And, uh, you know, and I look forward to, to seeing you both and to, and to doing this kind of thing again. Thank oh, you so much for your time today, Minister. Appreciate having you. Amen. All right. You take care. Everybody. Minister L, we love you, baby. Give the Lord glory with that applause. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
man. Good people, salt of the earth. Oh. The earth. Can I? Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. I just had to, you know how you got to you got to tell somebody something um when they move you you just have to uh you got to utilize that opportunity to tell them because you don't know whether or not you'll be able to, you know, be in the same space again, you know, occupy the same space at the same time again. I just mm-hmm. felt it really really necessary um after her her uh, service to to tell her that and to just give her a hug and talk to her eye to eye and just, you know, communicate that spirit. And she gave me the biggest hug and just prayed in my ear. And, you know, yeah, you can absolutely feel her anointing all over her. And I agree. You don't have to. When someone starts telling you what they are, okay, you can you can hear that. But there's nothing like feeling it for yourself, you know, feeling it. Cause a Christian shouldn't have to tell you that. You should be able to see it, you know. It should be transparent. Absolutely. Absolutely, and too many times um, that that message of Christianity does not feel like love. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know, Christianity is is a faith of love. It's you know, it's supposed to be born of love and of saying yes to God and and being God like. You know, it, it's and she really embodies that. That that's real talk, like all the time. Not like just on Sunday, <laughs> you know, right. like right. all the time in 13 years. Mm. It, it, it's crazy. You know, and Cheryl and I were talking about that when we saw her preach. We were like, yes, this is where, this is now, this yes, that makes sense. You know, beautiful thing. <laughs> and you know what, Therese, not for nothing. I'm not, um... I'm not a horn tutor when it's undeserved by any means because I will, I kind of don't have patience for that kind of stuff. But in your personal walk, and I'm not talking about in a religious kind of way at all, but I'm talking about in, in your way of being as you walk through life, you are a yes also, but Mm. clearly not yes to bull. Can I say bullshit after the minister was just on? <laughs> I'm sure you can. Absolutely. Okay. So so you're not yes to bullshit. You're, you're yes to positivity, to things that's going to empower and grow people. Right. You, you know what I mean? Like, and, and to, to grow a community, to the, to the bigger picture. You're a yes to the bigger picture um, of, of humankind. And I don't know that people know that about you. Hmm. Well, you know, it's funny because I think that a lot of um a lot of my um my best self work should be quiet, you know. Um I'm not always a person that needs to be up there out in front, you know, um, but I'm certainly inspired. Uh, I stay inspired doing the work. It is often a labor of love, and it is often a baptism by fire in the same breath. Because um, <laughs> I'm really, you know, when you're focused on something, and I know you know this, um, when you're focused on something, a lot of times you get so wrapped up into what you're doing is that you're not, you know, it, it, that's how you know it's not about you, you know. And in times where you may get that twisted, there are always subtle reminders, you know, there 
that keep you where you need to be um, and doing it. So that's, you know, I kind of feel blessed into usefulness in my, my walk. Um, and it's trying, you know, like I'm, 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 as I'm talking to you, to you now saying this, it, it can get trying. You can question a lot of things along the way. And, you, you know, it's a thing where boy, oh boy, if you could only hear the sounding board in my home oftentimes, but, you know, you just you, you, you take your moments, you dust yourself off, and you get back out there because that's that's just how I feel like I'm being used, you know, staying open. And there's stumbling in that, and there's there's a lot of victories in that. But whatever it is, it's a um, it's a beautiful walk, and I have to say that I'm blessed into usefulness that way on a daily basis. So I'm grateful. I'm grateful, you know, even in my uh, anger sometimes, and even in my you know questioning I'm still I still remain grateful yeah yeah and you know you personify that as well you know just positive good energy you know and that comes along with gratitude you know yeah. it's gratitude in your attitude that's what's up um mm-hmm. let me just give some recognition to some of the people who are watching it, it seems like this show has turned into something that's you know, people will follow on Facebook Live, and okay. once I'm on Facebook Live, they don't call in. Although there are callers holding on, um, earlier on, as you know, we were having difficulty um, giving them the opportunity to speak. So after I shout out the people on Facebook Live, I'm going to see if any of these people want to speak or if we can hear them, you know, see how that works out. Um so for some of the people who I had not earlier said hello to, Marlene Cruz, Gail Mitchell, that's the godfather from Unity Fellowship Church. You got Deborah Rice, I believe, from Brooklyn, the Brooklyn Church. Um, Joyce says, hi, Giovanna. My name is Javon, man. All right. <laughs> All right. Javon. Javonna, whatever you want to call me. Okay, fine. Keep on doing you. Love you, girl. I love you too, Joyce. You can call me Giovanna if that's what you want. Um, Jerry, Jerry Lee Mitchell, how you doing? And um, T. Jack Dunn. Jerry Mitchell said, good morning. Glad to be in the basement. We're glad to have you, love. Let me give you a heart for that. Monty Johnson is my cousin. How you doing, Monty? Richard Johnson, Nicole Sharice. Janice Jackson Jones, who used to be the pastor at Newark. Um, good morning, Pastor. Henry, DJ Backspin, and Sonia said yes at some point with a whole bunch of hearts. She's a great fan of yours, um, Therese, by the way. I think it's the eyes, but you know, what do I know? Um, pastor Jackson says, Hey, Javon, can I connect other than Facebook? Well, yeah. <laughs> Like I've been saying to people, you can call in. You can call in right now and say hi to me and Therese. The number is 347-996-5394. Press 1. Um, if you're on the line holding, that's 347-996-5394. Um, then we have Joe, who's in the Philippines, watching or listening, watching. You have Daryl, Cheryl Barclay <laughs> says, hi, Booby. Hi, Booby. Yes, that's my Cheryl. 
Um, Reverend Brahma Curry Valentine used to be one of the pastors at Unity. Natasha Tasha, Shakita, she said, damn, I thought that worked, laughing out loud. I'm not sure exactly what she's talking about, but we love Shakita always, Champagne. There's a lot of people. That I'm li- All right, this list is going on, and I'm grateful for it. Gerard, how you doing, honey? Devon Day, Devon Day Williams. Lynn said, facts, that's true, too. Gail was like, amen, go right there. Lynn was like, <laughs> say that again. They, they was in it. I wasn't really paying attention to what was going on Facebook Live while, while um, the minister was on. Jerry Lee, who's also a minister at Newark, said, the seat you sit in does not determine how you serve God. The collar Amen. is not you. And she's right about that. Nikki Williams, and now, but Therese, I guess you see me too. Hi, Therese. Looks like you joined us on Facebook Live. Yeah. So, I can see you. Hey, <laughs> see, just so you know, I got eyes. You see my eyes? See? You got eyes too. <laughs> oh, and what? <laughs> All right, so there's a couple of people holding on. Let me let me see if they want to speak or if they can speak. Um, the last four digits of your number is seven six eight four. If you want to say hi That's to me, who's that? Hello. Seven six eight four. The last four digits of your number. We know you're calling from Jersey. What what what's your name? Where are you calling from? Okay, I think they shot Therese. I don't, I don't know. Oh. I know, right? Okay. Now they press one. Okay, we're gonna go back to you in a minute. Seven six eight four. You just hold on, okay? Three six one one. Did you want to say hi to me and Therese? Hello. I just heard you. Hello? She shot too. Okay. We're going to go back to 7684. How you doing? Javon, can you hear me? I can yes, hear you. Yes. What's your name? Where you calling from? Karen. It's Karen. Karen Mitchell from Freehold, New Jersey. Hey! How you doing, hey. Karen Mitchell? I'm good. I'm good. I had difficulty as well, but uh, I just want to say thank you. Um, that was a beautiful talk. Radio talk, beautiful, and just want to thank you and Therese for sharing so much and just for being there. Thank, thank you. you, thank you so much. So, so Karen, you you also say yes in your walk, correct? Oh yeah, <laughs> you see three little ones walking behind me <laughs> every <Exactly>. Sunday. <laughs> so, so Karen has adopted three children, right? You've adopted. Final adopted all three, right? Yes. And did. I mean, there. If you if you don't mind me talking about it, that's up to you. No, go ahead, go ahead. I'm good. Okay, so it's two little girls and one little boy, two Caucasian children and one Afro American child, and all yes, children. Yes. Well, uh, let me correct you. Oh, two correct me, racial. please. Two oh, they're. The oldest, the two who's seven, that's Maya. Okay. Yes, she's uh, Caucasian uh, and biracial. Her father's biracial and her mother's Caucasian. 
And our six-year-old, Samantha, her mother's Caucasian and her father is Hispanic. And, you know, not that it matters at all. It's just that it's striking when you see the family together, a beautiful mixture of God's beauty on earth. You have your family makes up everybody. Yes. Yes. The rainbow. Yes, Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So how did you you make the decision to say yes? Well, um... I raised my godchild, who is my child, not by adoption, but I've had her since she was nine years old. I was her third mom, and uh, she is now uh, 33 years old, working on her second doctorate in nurse. Well, her second doctorate in education. The first one was in nursing. She just became a uh, director of Emory University uh, nursing area. And um, so Victoria and I said yes to foster care. And even though I, you know, raised my daughter in foster care, you know, I said, okay, this will be a, a continuing. And we've met some beautiful rainbow children through foster care because we've had a lot of different ethnic backgrounds. And uh, it's just wonderful to give them things that they do not have at home. And you can tell by their behaviors and their habits that some of them were not used to showering every day, were not used to having uh, balanced meals and things like that, or going places, or learning how to pick out their own clothes. So being a teaching home, have have helped us to give back and share a lot of love to our rainbow children. However, the three that we've had as infants, Maya, Samantha, and Jalen, they happen to become uh, available for adoption. And at this time, we are all the support that they've known, and we had to say yes because they depend on us. And we love them, and we have an opportunity to raise them. So that's our yes. God bless you. You you just said something, and it just struck me in a particular way, and um, that is that, yes, I believe, is born of love. Whether you say yes Mm -hmm. to God, whether you say yes to a mission, a ministry, or even to yourself, because sometimes we take care of others and other things or whatever and not really take care of ourselves. Right. But you say yes to, to yourself when you, when you love yourself. Oh, yeah. You say, you say yes to the children that you love. You say yes to the work that you love, to the mission that you love, to the God yes. that you love. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? I mean, it's amazing to me because I just figured it out, but (laughs) maybe I'm slow. Did did y'all already know that and I'm just new? (laughs) No, you are right on time. Wow. Karen, I want to thank you so much for calling in. Keep listening, darling. And thank you for sharing. Okay, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. So, Therese, you 
and your lovely wife have said yes to so many different things, but you have something big coming up in May. Yes, 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 yes. It is the third annual LGBT Arts and Culture Music Festival, and this year it is in sunny Dominican Republic, Punta Cana, as a matter of fact, Dominican Republic, and we are uh, two of the ambassadors for the festival. And <clears throat> excuse me. And actually, just as we speak about it, there are there's still an opportunity to get some to reserve your space. It's this year Memorial Day weekend, May 25th through the 29th. And it's for, you know, it's a destination music festival created for LGBT professionals, allies, and our supporters. And you can either book your space online at lgbtmusicfest.com. Again, that's lgbtmusicfest.com. Or you can call the founder of uh, the festival himself because he's such a gracious, humble spirit. He will absolutely be your concierge to helping you book everything. You can call him at 404-756-8433. His name is Gregory Douglas, and he's at 404-756-8433. And he will walk you through the steps. But most of the rooms have sold out already, and this year we have some amazing, amazing people joining us. We have, um, for those of you who have been before, of course, you know, in the festival itself, there's a film festival, there are live performances, there are Vanguard Awards, there's empowerment seminars, there's a gospel brunch. Patrick Riley hosts one of his beautiful, beautiful all-star karaoke's. There are health and wellness workshops. We have fashion going on this, this year with Rip the Runway. Um, and Monif and I uh, host a Celebrity Spades tournament, for those of you who like those card tables, as I do, and which is always a, <laughs> always a lot of fun. Um, we have uh, Cheryl Lee Ralph joining us this year. We have Sean T., fitness guru, joining us this year. We have Tweet and Tamar Braxton joining us this weekend. We have uh, James Wright Chanel joining us, of course, Patrick Riley, um, we have uh, Anthony Bowman and Kendrell, I'm sorry, Anthony Anthony Wayne and Kendrell Bowman. Um, they are the founders and creators of uh, Mighty Real, the Sylvester musical, and A Night with Phyllis Hyman musical, and, you know, they've got another musical going up, so they're our Broadway babies um, and producers, and he's also an, an author, too, Kendrell. Um and they're going to, you know, do a spot of their Sylvester musical while they're there. It is going to be wonderful this year. Um, can't say enough about it. And, you know, just looking forward to the networking and the, uh, you know, the fellowship and then also the sun and the food. And, oh, I'm sorry, I did not say one important thing. It is all-inclusive, um, which means that you pay now and you don't have to worry about your wallet. And, of course, all of your uh, your excursions and things are, are included in what what your what your booking fee is. So Greg Douglas and I've given you the numbers and you can go online, follow us on Facebook, Instagram. It's LGBT Festival, LGBT Music Fest and on that's I I G LGBT Music Fest and it will it'll take you to LGBT Arts and Culture Music Festival and you know, 
hope to see everybody there and get your spaces quickly because it's going to be gone. And once it's gone, it's gone um, for this year anyway. So that's the LGBT Arts and Culture Music Festival in Punta Cana, Dominican Republic on Memorial Day weekend. That's May 25th through the 29th of this year, 2008. There's the Vanguard Award Gala. James Wright, Chanel, Cheryl Lee, Ralph, Sean T, Tamar Braxton, Tweet, Monifa, Kindred, Kendrell, sorry, Bowman, and Anthony Wayne, Patrick Riley from the Sylvester Musical, of course, our own, our very own Therese and Monifa. And you can book now at www.lgbtmusicfest.com. The number to to do the booking or to get assistance with your booking is 404-756-8433. Right. And ask for Gregory Douglas, and you can tell him I sent you, and he will take great care of you. That's what's up. And y'all can see it on the screen right now, the flyer. It looks lovely. Nice. Lovely. So make sure you do that for yourself. Say yes to yourself, right? Right. And also, I just wanted to um, let everybody know that this show is being sponsored in part by the Emancipation Foundation. Yes, yes, yes. Minds, bodies, and spirits. So just want to talk about that real, really briefly. Um, That's a yes that I said. And, you know, sometimes yes takes continuous, it's a continuous yes. And um, Therese has also said yes to, to the Emancipation Foundation. And um, so have many others. So the Emancipation Foundation was created to raise the awareness of all of us regarding the sex trafficking, and the virtual enslavement of young people, black people, white people, women, children, especially, right here in these United States. So there's a lot more to learn about that. Go to the Emancipation Foundation page on Facebook, www.emancipationfoundation.org. Is the website that needs a little tweaking, but we'll be working on that. And, um, you know, hopefully soon there'll be a lot more for me to share about that. But I just want to keep it, I want you to keep it on your radar about human trafficking, which comes in many forms. But the thing that gets to me the most, I guess, is the imprisonment of our people who, once they're in prison, they're used as slaves, basically. And the sexual enslavement of young women, girls, and boys, and young men, especially in the LGBT community, they're extremely vulnerable. So listen out for more seminars coming from us. And hopefully one day we'll be able to raise enough money to start doing concerts. 
because um, that's that's really where I see us being able to spread the word the most. So, you know, that's that's one of the things I really wanted to um, impart upon you. So, yeah. any last words, Rez? Um. Actually, I just want to wish everybody a blessed week. I want to send a special shout out to an artist, a modern day artist of our time, um, who is um, whose art reflects our time. Um, his name is Sage Gallon, and if you have an opportunity to follow his work or order his work, he is at Sage S A G E Gallon G A L L O N dot com. He's an amazing artist, and he often and he's a, a supporter of the Emancipation Foundation. He um, often uses his art and, and extends some of the proceeds to assist us. And just wanted to give him a shout out today. Yes, absolutely. Sage Gallon is an amazing artist, an amazing artist, and also don't donate often portions of the proceeds from his paintings to the Emancipation Foundation. Um, you too can give us a donation if you'd like. You can go to the website and, and give a donation. No amount is too small, nor is any amount too big. It's a nonprofit organization, and any and every, well, I don't know about every, but <laughs> any donation you give should be um tax deductible. You just need to talk to your tax guy about that, but or guy or girl. Um, but it's definitely a nonprofit and donations are charitable and um yes. tax deductible. It, it is a legitimate five oh one C three. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's another story of saying yes and God coming through and and showing you. And I, I just have to, you know, let me just testify on that real quick. That yeah. when, when the idea of coming up with a 501c3 for this particular cause, when it came to mind, I was like, well, I don't know how to do that. So I called around. I was told I needed an, an attorney. I was told that this person could help me and it was going to cost, you know, this amount of money, like large amount of money, thousands of dollars. And I was like, well, I don't have that kind of money. Lo and behold. I, I was blessed. Somebody told me, Javon, it doesn't take all of that. I said a prayer, and I think Therese was probably one of the first people I reached out to. She said yes, just like that. I, and and my sister in Rhode Island was like, absolutely. And and Ronnie, Ron Potachar, God bless you, Ronnie, love you, said yes. yes. Ronnie. <laughs> and of course, Cheryl said yes, and I did the paperwork in the basement like I do everything else. And within two weeks of me mailing it out, the government said yes. <laughs> and we received the 501c3. You know, the, the thing that took me the longest was checking to see whether or not we were approved because I was afraid that we wouldn't be. So once you pray and you say yes, just assume that God's answer. You already have the victory. Yes. You, you already, already have, the, have victory. the victory. Because God is telling you to do this. You don't have to question it. When when God is telling you to do something, you don't have to wonder. You know, somebody somebody one time called me and said, I think God is telling me to do this. I said, well, if God is telling you to do it, then it's already done. You don't need to call me and ask me if God <laughs> is telling you to do it. You know, I, 
You know? So, Therese, <laughs> as always, I want to thank you. Um, I'm going to oh. be posting a flyer to the Punta Cana trip on my Facebook page. So, those of you interested, please, please, please go. Go. Sport. Have fun. Do yes, it. come say hi. Some fellowship, yes. some network. Yes, yes. And oh, Javon, wanna... once again, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, please, please. No, no, go ahead, finish, please. No, I was I was just going to come up with a sign-off song, but before we sign off, if you got something to say, please, please. Oh, you're so great. You're so great at that. All I was going to say was thank you again for another great show. Thank you for uh, connecting, and just thank you for being worthy of the bullets. Ah, the bullet. Yes. Thank you for reminding me to be worthy, to stay worthy. You're a constant reminder of that, Rez, in the best possible way. So I want to thank you, my friend. And thank you for being worthy and being a shining example of that. And so thank with you, that, Rez. with that, yeah. I, I'm going to close with Coco, Fantasia, Little Mo, and your girl, Faith. In All Dallas. right. Everybody enjoy the rest of your weekend.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.